Well, welcome back, everybody. It is another Monday, so um, I am back again. Sean Edwards here with Toolhouse uh, to deliver some information and uh, from a Montessori Monday perspective. Um, so last time we talked about preparation of the environment, and today I'm going to talk about preparation of the adults. So this is a term, a terminology that you're going to hear um, when Montessori is referenced. And I want to share this information from the perspective of a teacher uh, and a parent. Some parents are really invested in bringing Montessori into the home, whether they're homeschooling or just trying to support their child in, in their best development. So I'll start by saying that Maria Montessori in many of her books, if you've read them, she speaks of the preparation of the adult and the preparation of the environment um, as two very important components of working with children. Um, whether you're a parent or an educator, as I've already mentioned. Um, so much of Montessori's work is based on observation, watching children so that we uh, can teach um, indirectly everything it is about what they want, what they need, what they inspire to be, what inspires them, and what keeps that love of learning alive, that flame going. So early on through observations and, and her studies in medicine as well, Maria Montessori discovered that children do what we do, not what we say. So that's one big um, point that I want to make in terms of preparation of the adult. Yes, they're doing what, what we do, not as we say. As such, we need to be role models, really great role models. We need to have our integrity in check. We need to, to be well-adjusted. We need to be grounded. Children are watching all of the time, and they mimic our behaviors. So if we are joyful and excited about learning, they will also be. If they see patience, love, and empathy being modeled by us, guess what? They will also display patience, love, and empathy. If we mistrust them, engage with them with dishonesty, expect too much of them, too little of them, or exert too much control over them, neglect them, they will develop beliefs about themselves. Maybe they'll feel like they're not good about themselves, not lovable enough, or not worthy. So let's be careful about how we see the children and what messages we're giving them, because this is going to shape how they see themselves as they move, uh, as they become older and move into adolescence and adulthood. So yes, the first step in preparation of the adult is that we work on ourselves and become as whole, as authentic, as in love with ourselves as we can be. Then we're able to love and educate the children in a way in which they deserve right? They deserve to be loved and they deserve to have somebody that's really well adjusted and has done their self-growth work um, so that what they're modeling for the children is, is healthy. So next, we must understand the sensitive periods and the psychological characteristics of children in their different planes of development. So Maria Montessori talks about planes of development, six, zero to six, six to 12, 12 to 18, and then 18 to 24. Um, 24 being kind of that that year of formation where, okay, now we're formed as children and we can still transform as adults. But that's another, that's another lesson. So um, for example, let's just focus for a minute on zero to three classrooms. So these children are toddlers, they're unconscious uh, learners and they have interested in exploring and engaging in the world just through their desires and their impulsivity. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. So knowing this, we prepare environments which they can do that and not hurt themselves and not hurt others and not uh, you know, um, cause problems in the actual physical classroom environment. So Montessori taught us about the sensitive periods for order, language, and independence for this age. So whether at home or in school, a child of this age 
um, should have consistent routines and order in her world. So for example, schedules should be as, the same as much as possible. They wake up at the same time every day, breakfast is at the same time every day. Their dinner, bath, and bed routine is the same every day. This provides a sense of safety for them and gives them that, that sense that the world is predictable. Um, and then they start to, to be joyful and curious about the world rather than scared and withdrawn. All right, so whether at home or in the classroom, this is true. Uh, so moms and dads bringing Montessori into the home, um, this, this is really important, consistency, routine, and order. And if you observe a Montessori classroom, you'll see that that um, is an inherent component of the classroom. Uh, we know that these children are going to be just impulsively exploring. And so we prepare an environment uh, specially designed for them to be able to do that. Then there's the work of independence at this age, which is a lot about self-care and toileting. So the adults have to um, maintain or develop and maintain a mindset of um, encouraging and um, empowering self-care and toileting. And Maria Montessori does tell us that when you're, um, again, she, she had her medical degree as well, but as soon as a child is walking, that's their sensitive period for developing independence with toileting. Introduce them to the toilet, let them wear underwear, and then there's a natural progression towards um, independence with toileting as opposed to toilet training. All right, so um, also, you know, I guess I also want to touch on the three-year age range in every Montessori environment. So this um, was Maria Montessori's way of noticing that the children want to feel like they're a par part of something, a part of a society. Um, in their in their homes, they do they do have that, uh, and then they move into a school environment, and they they desperately want that too. Um, and one of the beautiful things about Montessori also is our birth order is our birth order. We're either the oldest, the middle, the youngest child when we are considering ourselves as members of our family. However, in a Montessori environment, you get to be all three. You get to at some point be the youngest coming in and learning from the older ones, um, the middle one, oftentimes the peacemaker, um, and then the oldest one who is has now become a mentor and a leader in the classroom and can help with Montessori lessons and help with modeling and all those things that we've been talking about. Um, so it's really uh, important and imagine also your child being in the same classroom with the same teacher for three to four years and the incredible relationship that can be built between student and teacher, <clears throat> excuse me, student and other students, and then also student um, or teacher and family, all right? So this is a woman or a man or some uh, uh, an individual who knows how this child ticks and how this child learns and can really uh, move forward with that uh, and has three and 40 years to do it. All right, so we call Montessori teachers guides because we are actually guiding children to reach their full potential and helping them develop their passions as well as their cosmic tax. What are they gonna do when they become adults? What are they gonna get back to the world? What is their reason for being here? Um, the Mon Montessori teachers also have very extensive training in psycho psych child psychology and child development. So they are in fact experts in the fields of child psychology. Um, and child development. So moms and dads, if you have children in Montessori programs, whether it be zero to three, three to six, or even elementary, uh, pick their brains and lean on them because they have an incredible wealth of information that can really help you to be as successful as we all know you want to be at home as you're raising your children. 
Um, the other thing is, is about these classrooms and the preparation of the environment is there's, yes, there is order, but there's also beauty. So the, uh, the materials are very beautiful to the eye and, and, and pleasing to the touch. They're either glass or wooden, um, and they're designed in a way that you actually want to be careful with them and have to be careful with them. Otherwise, you, if you drop it, you know, they will break. And so that actually helps the children develop that sense of self-management and self-regulation and self-control. It's an indirect preparation. The golden beads, for example, are designed to teach place value from units all the way to thousands. Um, yet when a child is working with that material, they're taking it to their table, they're returning it to a shelf, they're indirectly building that self-direction um, and order, which is really, really lovely. So as a child becomes a little bit older, um, Age, age six, maybe their imagination kicks in, um, their sense of order becomes internalized. So they no longer require um, that sense of order as much as they did when they were younger. It's still nice. And we still do it as Montessorians. We want our environments prepared. We want things to be in the same place in the morning when the children come in, but they're problem solvers. So if it's not on the shelf, they can go find it or they can be innovative. And because they've had six years of lots of consistency and routine and order, they do, they have um, internalized that sense of order and they see the world now as joyful and safe. Um, so they're, they're really going to explore in a really joyful way. I will say that if they haven't received a lot of um, consistency, routine and order in their lives from zero to six, then what you may see is anxiety, um, disorganization and inattentiveness uh, because the child was kind of robbed of that opportunity to develop that. So this is a child that is just going to continue to need that external um, sense of order uh, where the children that had received it now, they're, they're, it's more internalized. And they're able to really focus and concentrate and dive into topics without, without any fear and anxiety. All right, so the uh, Montessori also understood the adolescent um, wanting to separate from the parents, much like toddlers, only obviously bigger, more verbal, larger vocabulary. Um, and we learned from Maria Montessori that adolescents really need valorization. They need opportunities for self-expression. Um, and they also need supervision. Uh, so this is not the time to start thinking that they're going to be fine, left on their own for, for long periods of time or... Um, you know, to have limited supervision in the hallways and schools and things like that. They're very impulsive. Their brains are going through a transformation. They, they have hormones. They feel very insecure because things are happening to their body that they can't control. Um, and so supervision is really, really important. And so you don't want to be in their face with um, supervision and you don't want it to come across as, you know, some sort of punishment or something that they've done wrong. Um, so it needs to be respectful and it needs to be a, appropriate. Um, and that's why Montessori classrooms for adolescents are typically smaller so that you have your well-adjusted adults who are teaching the different academic disciplines and also understand the psyche of the adolescent so they can connect with them, they can valorize them, and they can supervise them um, so that they're not making decisions that are going to impact their lives negatively. All right, so they also need to be in environments where they're not only learning rigorous academics, which they should be, um, but, but they're also ideally running a business. Um, they're learning how to manage money. Um, they're also taking care of, of the place that they're going to 
to learn in terms of understanding the bills and how to manage those bills and understanding um, you know, the income that's coming in to pay for that. So they're learning a lot about budgeting and money management, and, and that can be um, taught to them at home as well. Not that they're given the responsibility for paying the bills or things like that, but they're in on the conversations for understanding where the money's coming in and where it's going out. All right, so the uh, preparation of the adult for all the reasons that I've shared is extremely important. Understanding the planes of development, the psychological needs and characteristics of children at all ages, and most importantly, observing each child um, and teaching, teaching to their individual needs. So I hope this was an enjoyable Montessori Monday, the preparation of the adults. Um, again, Sean Edwards, Toolhouse, T-O-O-L-H-O-W-S.com. Um, contact me for any coaching or consulting or, or just to, to chat and pick my brain. All right, love to hear from you. Have a wonderful rest of your week.